when one thing leads to another. My name is Van der Puchert and this is Finding Frequency. And I don't think that I'm actually using the right microphone. Let me check. It helps if I switch on my microphone. The thing is also I'm trying to be super fancy with all the technology around this here little virtual office. And that means that sometimes things don't work. It's like a this whole building blocks of bringing things together. I've got this strange little hub. It's like I'm trying to build this little convenient place where I can just put my laptop down, plug in and go. The only problem is, is every time you add a little building block to this contraption that I'm building is that they're not really designed by the same company and they're not really designed to work together 100%. And then you have these quirks, like every time when I fire up my little podcast and I uh, start spewing intelligent things, well, I think so, perhaps maybe not, but uh, then I realize, hey, the microphone's not working. But that's also kind of a metaphor for my life sometimes because just when you think things go like sterling, you realize, hey, I forgot to put my pants on. And luckily that didn't happen today. What happened today though is uh, I managed to go out to OB, OBI, one of these big stores. We don't have them in South Africa, but um, it's kind of a hardware place. It's a manly place, you know, where you go out and buy plumbing and cement and all these kind of things. And I have this weird thing, and I think I got it from my dad, is that I love going to the, these hardware places. But the thing that's cool about these places, or the, you, when you start walking around, the interesting thing is, is that you can find things that are made for something else, or some other intended, intended purpose, and then when your brain starts ticking over, you figure out, hey, I can use it for this. And uh, my intention is, is that why did I go to OB? Now, I've been planning for a while. So I had a few things that I had to pick up for the house because with this pandemic, I don't get to go there often. It's like something like it would be a place that you pop into most of the time. And also I have to add about OB is that I kind of don't really like OB. I feel like it's a bit impersonal. It's not like a lacquer vibe. Lacquer meaning cool, nice in South African, Afrikaans. It's not a lack of vibe because the guys look a little bit grumpy and construction-y and just basically angry. Between all these DIY things, should be happy. can bullshit. But I think I'm spoiled because in South Africa, we have these kind of hardware stores. We call it the hardware store. And in general, and even in the big cities, I mean, there's this this company called Mica, and that's kind of like the corporate hardware store. And you get nice ones, you get bad ones. But then the cool ones are those little stores, and they're not always little. It's like a sizable hardware store owned by a private entrepreneur or business person, and they can be of different sizes. But those ones are always nicely curated. There's all kinds of interesting things there of different types of quality, different interesting little bits and bobs. And walking around in those hardware stores, mm-mm, it's always the best because you always track down the most interesting things. I remember when I was still studying sculpture, I used to go to uh, uh, like uh, metal scrap yards to find goodies for, for sculptures. But then also... To bring some of these things together, you need to find uh, perhaps some new things. And uh, 
I used to love going to the hardware stores, waxing lyrical about hardware, come on, and tools and all those things. Like Francie calls it his touche. He loves a good tool or two, and he likes to support me and the work I do. So what am I trying to do with my little DIY vibe is that I find my, uh, listen to this. That's my microphone stand adapter thing. So it's like sitting in the middle of nowhere. It's like this awkward thing. And it's a brilliant, I mean, it's, it's, it's an awesome microphone arm. I feel like very radio vibes when I get this thing and I hook it up. But it's like in a very awkward space in my office. So I'm trying to build a contraption where I can attach it to the right-hand side of my office. And uh, I have this idea, like, forming in my mind of how I'm going to do that. So I've got pieces of wood because I couldn't find like the piece of wood. So I'm going to have to glue a bunch of wood together, draw holes in it, do many things to it to try and move this arm, this squeaky arm out of the way so that I can have a bit more freedom and uh, I don't turn my office into such a huge contraption. I wish you could see it. It's like a, in South Africa, we call it a farm bicycle because usually like the farm workers will have this bicycle and there's all kinds of things attached to it. They, you know, like everything from a bell, mirrors, radio, um, ornaments. It's usually crazy like bicycles and different colors. It's, it's not, it's a thing in its own. It's not necessarily uh, that you want your office to look like a farm bicycle. Mine looks like that at the moment with all these trinkets and different pieces of equipment around. So uh, I'm thinking of uh, doing, building this little contraption just for the hell of it a bit of an adventure to go on. But I fear, because in the back of my mind, I think like after I've built this and I attach this new thing that I'm building, I'm probably going to look at it and go like, shit, man, no. it's not great. But it's an adventure to go on with Francie because I know he's my, uh, he's my right-hand man, you know? He likes to drill and hammer and do all these kind of things. So a uh, little side project while we are stuck here at home. So. Uh, and also, uh, I need to make sure that I don't, because uh, I want to start now and it's getting late now and people get angry when you drill and hammer here from the second floor. So let's just be careful. And that's kind of my vibe for the day. The extraordinary little trip on the, on the skateboard to, uh, to OB, uh, reminiscing of old times in South Africa, um, going there and shopping and then uh, skating all the way back with... Uh, I think it's a meter, two pieces of one meter pieces of wood and, a, and like a round dowel stick without killing myself on the skateboard. So uh, that was interesting. Um, and then, uh, yeah, some reflection. I, I met with my uh, friend Terry again last night and we, we kind of shared ideas around uh, some of the adventures that she's planning to go on to with, uh, with, within the digital space and new channels and things. And one of the learning things for me there is always to think about you know when you start building these things like who you're building for and the context of that because when you look at a channel like youtube or some crazy digital space you always look at the people are doing like the amazing things and you go like shit like how do they do that and it's good to learn from them don't get me wrong but in the end you need to think about what is your context and what do you want to do and achieve well, how can you bend that system to work for you not that you want to play according to their or its rules, you know? So it's kind of this interesting thing that we spoke about. And then also, um, 
you know, how you can use different things to work together, like what I did today. So I found all kinds of different pieces of wood and, you know, bits and bobs and tools and things to build this thing that I want to build. But um, ultimately, I didn't buy something or invest money in something that is just going to be lying around. It's all going to come together. Some of it will work great, some not, but it's part of my plan. And I think that's the same when you start building brands on digital and whatever you're doing for your business is that don't try and build these or create these little isolated things. Everything needs to work together. So if you do something in one channel, let it feed into another one. Like for example, what I'm doing with my LinkedIn stuff. So I I have like done a few videos and I'm, I need to talk about my next one because that's in the pipeline. But I'm working on my next video, but fundamentally I'm pushing it into into LinkedIn because that's where people mostly watch them. And then I share it on Instagrams and I because I know some of my friends are there. And then uh, I I save them, I pack them away on YouTube because that's where they are archived. And yeah, probably not gonna be a huge YouTube store anytime soon, but hey, I'm I've made a few good friends and uh built my little niche audience in LinkedIn. So I'll continue doing that and investing in that. And uh, yeah, talking about the next video. So I forgot to mention this yesterday and that was that was a powerful meeting for me. Um, like, yeah, I perhaps I also sat in that meeting and spoke too much because I, I, just, I was just having, like I was having fun and talking shit and making jokes. And uh, it was with uh, a crew from Belarus. Um, it's a team that works for a company called UX Pressure. I actually have a very good mate who owns the company. Uh, I didn't work through him. I uh, I got sent a set of cards, a design tool from some of their staff. Um, and I don't think they know that I know the owner. So I played along and I, I got the set of cards and uh, uh, they asked, they didn't really force me to, but I offered to make a video for them on the cards because I really like the work that they're doing around it. It's a really, really handy tool. So I'm working on that. But I thought that I would set up a phone call with them to kind of understand how they are using that tool so I can build it back into the video that I'm creating for them or for for my channel. And um, it was really cool to meet with them. You know, it's not... uh, I don't always get the opportunity to go to that side of Europe, to Belarus, to to talk to folks over there. And uh, sharp sense of humor, super knowledgeable really cool people that I got to speak to and it made me happy. The only sad part of that is that um, in the end, I did ask them as much as I could because it's a little bit of a sensitive situation and people feel uncomfortable talking about these things in general, especially uh, with what's going on in Belarus. Because if you follow the news, you know that there's like a one of these authoritarian kind of dictator kind of president's in place and there's a whole thing around his election that's not being uh, 100% above board and then now he's pushing his own citizens around with police and pepper spray and people are disappearing uh, for short periods of time when they're protesting and it's just not it's just not a great situation so um, I feel a lot of solidarity and um, and uh, love for the folks in Belarus, I feel for them because I think it's one of those countries that are underestimated with huge potential. I mean, I've seen this company, UX Pressure, grow over the 
like course of the four years that I've been here. And it's it's a it's a player in the industry. I mean, it's not like, you know, we need to give them anything or uh, support them or encourage them and give them a naughty badge. These are guys who are making shit happen in the user experience industry. And uh, they are formed proudly from Belarus, but yet they are experiencing a horrible time. And I think we're all dealing with that. So uh, as my friends in the States are kind of moving out of the Trump era, well, is the Trump era really over? I don't know. Um, and we are, we are still stuck in the Kaczynski area here in Poland. Sorry to call it like that, but hey, the truth is the truth, right? And hopefully we can now start moving into the human being, the us, the collective era. And uh, yeah, when one can hope, right? And speaking to my friends in Belarus yesterday, uh, my colleagues, um, you know, there is a, there's, a, there's a feeling of solidarity. We do care about these things. And uh, I think that there are, that's so difficult because that, like this pessimism keeps on sneaking in sometimes. But uh, there are good people out there. And I hope that uh, we can move towards utilizing and amplifying the good people that are out there and get them in power <laughs> or like screw power in the first place, right? But I'm digressing. I'm not going to be able to solve the world's problems in already 12 minutes of waffling. Only thing I can say is I hope that you get to go to a cool hardware store very soon. Remember, look at the things around you and think of the alternative uses. Don't follow the instructions on the packet. Come on. Thanks for listening.